0: everyone, you're listening to Save Me an Aisle Seat, the show that talks about musicals in an understandable and relatable way. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by my fellow musical enthusiasts, Amber and Kylie. Hello. Hello! Also joining us is our musical newbie, Matt. Hi! And today, we are here to listen to,
1: uh, what Matt has to present. Katie, you don't sound excited. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so we are being treated, in heavy air quotes, to a musical breakdown by moi. Mm -hmm. And today, I have selected one of Katie's favorite subjects. It's about serial killers! Yay! (laughs) And it's about a movie that you love. Yay! So we're going over Silence, the musical. So, for background information on this, uh, this is Silence is a parody parody musical based on the 1991 Academy Award winning film, The Silence of the Lambs. Great movie. Great movie. It's got some crazy twists and turns in it. However, <laughs> this is not the exact story. Up front, this gets a mama warning yeah. about everything. Mm-hmm. Just... It's, over the pre- it's pretty bad. It's yeah. bad. But this does have a little bit of background information with it. So this project began in 2003 as an internet musical, like, mixtape thing of nine songs that retold the story. Um, it started to get some traction, started to become one of those, like, cult following things. And eventually got enough momentum to get a live show that was staged. So this project was headed by John and Al Kaplan. Eventually, six additional songs were created, and thus that's when the stage production was made. And the book for that was written by Hunter Bell. This musical premiered in the Lucille Lortel Theater, New York, on August twelfth, two thousand five, as part of the New York International Fringe Festival, and showed until August twenty eighth. It had several other small runs, typically going for about a, like a month or two. Kind of spattered here and there. It wasn't the best <laughs> reviewed the thing, but still just had enough traction just to kind of keep things rolling. Though it did kind of just extend out its reach. So the showings included in London, Tampa, Chicago, San Francisco, and actually the most recently done production of it was in Western Canada. That was from July 25th to August 3rd, 2019. Wow. Huh. So, hmm. some people were still crazy enough to do this show. Somehow. Uh, yep. So, the original New York cast, which is part of the original cast recording that we are going off of, included Brent Barrett as Hannibal Lecter, Jen Harris as Clarice, and Stephen Beinsky as Buffalo Bill, Lucia Spain as a dual role as both Senator and Catherine Martin. Oh, it was the same actor. Okay. Yeah, it was. It's strange.
0: Yeah. Well, sure. I guess.
1: So that's kind of it for the general background Back. story. It's it, like the, a lot of the things I do. It's a smaller production. Didn't have a ton of, ton of stuff for it. But if you've seen *Silence of the Lamb, you'll kind of know what's going on because it is pretty much the exact same story, just taking out some of the conversations that some of the characters yeah. have. Just. To, like, fit things in, but it's a pretty short show. But is uh, everybody mentally ready to. No. Nope. <laughs> Not even a little. Stab our way into Act One?
0: You just saved your pun. Yeah. Oh, I'll
1: have. I'm sure I'll think of others.
0: I don't have a doubt in my mind. I guess we're just gonna go ahead and, and do it. Take us away. <laughs> okay.
1: Also, yeah, this show doesn't really have acts, it's more of a one act, 90 minute thing. So. We'll just take a break in between all the madness. There we go. For our intermission, our usual stuff. But Act One kicks things off with the song Silence. This is an introductory song, gives us information on our protagonist, Clarice. So we learn that her father died when she was nine, and she is currently wanting to join the FBI. She's at the academy and is looking to prove herself. It also tells us in this song that she must confront two evil men. One that likes to cook and eat people, and the others, the other likes to wear his victim's skin. Yes. Mm. Fun stuff. So Clarice finally gets a chance to prove herself to the FBI when she gets assigned to interview Hannibal Lecter,
0: mm-hmm. who is
1: a known crazy man.
0: Hannibal the cannibal.
1: Yes, Hannibal the cannibal. She's interviewing him, believing that his insight might assist in the investigation. Lecter's insight could be helpful in catching a serial killer named Buffalo Bill. That is the other evildoer in this show. In the song Dish Is It, slash the right. Yeah, so the reason the song title is that way is because our main protagonist, Clarice, has uh, what do you call it? A speech impediment? It's not quite a list.
0: Well, well it's actually just an exaggeration of what is the southern the, accent. The, The Virginian accent, like the West Virginian accent that the original character had, Mm -hmm. and the way Jodie Foster did it, and so they're just enhancing it to an obnoxious degree, and I hate it. Yeah. (laughs) There's literally no reason for it.
1: Yeah, so not only does she talk like that, she sings like that, the song title is like that, it's... everything has an ish with it. So obnoxious. I
2: hate it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, in that song... The guide of the asylum that Hannibal is staying at, Dr. Frederick Shilton. warns Clarice about Hannibal, saying that he'll act nice at first, but then he'll eat your face. You know wow. that's what
2: he'll
1: do. <laughs> he'll be a gentleman, but then he'll throw you in a stew.
2: <laughs> Yay.
1: And, following up that being very pleasant at first, Hannibal... Eventually grows impatient with this interview. She's just trying to get a, essentially a psych evaluation of what's going on with this this killer, trying to figure out why he's picking his victims. But Hannibal dismisses Clarice and doesn't want anything to do with her. And as she's leaving, one of the other prisoners makes some pretty terrible comments towards her. And um, I (laughs) believe throws some Semen. semen at her.
0: Yeah, in the movie at least. Yep.
1: No. Uh, on the show too. Yeah, sure. she she makes an offhand comment about it. Oh, that's right. In one yeah. of the songs. So Hannibal kind of is irritated, enraged by these other people that are there saying that it was very disgraceful. So he ends up calling her back and and ask her about what what just happened, what they said to her, and then we get the oh so wonderful song, "If I Could Smell Her Cunt."
0: Mom, I really what?
1: hope you're not listening. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and it's, like, using it more so as a metaphor thing, but he's saying, like, if he could do that, he could learn to become more human and, like, learn about her. It's, it's really weird. Yeah. This whole song makes me feel uncomfortable. It's
0: uncomfy. Mm-hmm.
1: Towards the end of the song though, he he kinda leans more in the way of like, oh I'm gonna use this to my advantage. I'm gonna help her out in order to like get into her head and mess with her in a weird way. I don't know. Hannibal's kind of strange and just likes to like prod and pull people. He's a he's a I'm sure there's tons of different evaluations of the character from the movie, but this one he's just a weirdo. Yeah. So yeah, he eventually lays out a plan to help her out in return. He is looking to get out of this current holding this asylum. He wants to be moved somewhere else because he really doesn't like the head doctor, because he's kind of a but Yeah. Hannibal eventually gives her a tip to look into one of his old patients. And when she is leaving to do so, we get a flashback of Clarice's father in the song Papa Starling. And he's like he it's a character that wasn't in the movies and he's like completely not really important to the story. Yeah. He's like, he essentially just shows up to say, Hey, you got this. Keep on going. You're you're going to do great.
0: And I'm dead. And, and I'm dead. Go, I hope you
1: enjoy this painful flashback. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. It's kind of a short little appearance. And she's like, okay, yeah, I got it. And it's like, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. So in the investigation on this older patient of Hannibal's, Essentially leads to a storage facility, in uh, which she finds a head in a jar. Yep. As you know. That's normal. That's, that's pretty normal. She is obviously very confused about finding this and has no answers, so she is going to turn to the one man that does and is heading back to talk to Hannibal about it, and this is where we get the song It's Agent Starling, where she is... It's like a hype song for her. She's like, get out of my way, cause I'm I'm here to solve this case. I got this head in a jar in my car. <laughs> <laughs> none of the songs are even really like that good.
0: Not, not really,
2: no.
1: I, I didn't. I wasn't a fan of a whole lot of this. But anyway, yeah, she's just getting more and more pumped up about more information on this case. With all this going on, she does get invited to be officially part of the case now and tracking it, tracking down Buffalo Bill, not just doing one little interview so they're going over a recent victim of buffalo bill going over the body and they end up finding a moth in the throat of the of the victim is all still in the same song after this song wraps up we finally get a look into our main villain buffalo bill so he is getting ready to spring a trap in the song are you about a size 14 <coughs>
0: This one actually made me laugh a little. <laughs> this one is
1: pretty funny. It's, like, it's just comical. Yeah. So the premise is he's, is I think he's in a sling or is he in a cast?
0: He's, a, he's in, like, cast or sling either way. Yeah, it doesn't really
1: matter. But he is uh, luring a woman over to his car where he is attempting to, like, fake load up some furniture into it. In which, during the attempt of loading it, he's just going to, like, shove them into the car, and then take them away to his uh, wonderful place. His lair. (laughs) But he is looking for women that are about a size 14, because he's looking for larger women in order to wear their skin. So he's very excited that he finds the perfect size. And uh, yeah, in the song, she gets taken away by the end, and uh, he drives off with her. We then get a public statement from Senator Martin, who is the mother of the daughter of the woman that was captured. And she's begging for her daughter to be let go, not harmed, in the song My Daughter, Catherine, which just keeps using her name over and over and over again, very repetitively. But some of the characters are commenting on it. Clarice mentions that. "Ah, uh, Yeah, that's real smart using her name. It makes her an actual human being instead of just some, some prize or something. So, yeah, we get... Her just begging and pleading the entire time. And you know, she's just trying to strike a chord with this killer. Eventually, we do get a fake deal proposed to Hannibal. So the the good guys are trying to coax him to, to help out, saying that they'll get the transfer to another prison if he helps with capture of Buffalo Bill. But Hannibal kind of sees through this and instead demands a quid pro quo, end the song, quid pro quo. With Clarice, where he will offer clues and help if he gets uh, information on her tragic past. just kind of getting off on, on her pain and suffering. So she kind of goes back and forth on whether or not she should do it. So she eventually gives in on these demands and gives Hannibal information on her personal life. So she goes over her father's death at an early age, and then also information on her uncles. She She lived with her uncle afterwards, and it was at a farm, and so she has these nightmares of lambs being killed and screaming, and they keep her up, so that's uh, the name of the thing. Wow. 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 It's crazy. Oh, my Um. God. And yeah, with the end of that song, we uh, are hopping on into intermission.
0: Our intermission. Our intermission. The show doesn't have one. (laughs) Booty. (laughs) Yes. But, what does everyone think so far?
2: Uh, Yeah, I agree. Add add this to the list of things that probably didn't need to exist, but it's fine. (laughs) Or shouldn't.
0: Yeah. Well, my problem with this show is... They had such good source material and they used the majority of said source material but then they made
1: it stupid. <laughs> That's right. Like yeah, they, they didn't went, even do like, it well. They went South Park. South Park with it. Yeah, mm. but not not well. like yeah,
0: no. <laughs> it was it's so frustrating cuz it's like we're a parody and everything. It's like, yeah, but you're not funny though.
2: <laughs> we're kind of trying to be book of Mormon, but not. Yeah. As good.
1: yeah. It's good.
0: It's um, and it makes me so mad.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is, like, one of Katie's favorite movies. Yeah. And it's, it's not, yeah. like, like number one all time, but it's pretty up there.
0: It's, pretty, it's one of those, I have to make everyone watch it. It's such a good story.
1: Yeah. And the this, this show does cut out, like, a lot of the little conversations and stuff, so you just get kind of the main bullet points. Yeah. And then, yeah, they just kind of poke fun. Yeah, the the only thing that's been kind of pleasant so far was, are you a size 14? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that one kind of makes me giggle.
1: But that's, like, all you get. Like, you just get, like, a, huh, that was kind of funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Eh. eh. yeah It
1: definitely didn't need to be made. No. <laughs> and I, I I, think it's one of those, because again, it started off as just, like, a mixtape thing. So that's probably all they intended, but they are like, oh, it's getting, like, so some momentum. Just do this and this, and then eventually just kind of dominoed into a full show.
0: Yeah.
1: No splash zone with this one, though. No splash? No, zone. no Vegas splash zone. Which good. is kind of lame.
2: I'm not. See, I'm not sure that would help the show.
0: It probably wouldn't.
2: <laughs> so. I don't think <laughs> anything would help. mm
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. It's bad.
1: You do get, like, a good majority of the show. I feel, listening to it. Like, there's no, like, really any recordings of it out there. Yeah. So we ourselves haven't seen it, but this is just kind of going off of what we assume.
0: If you've seen Sands of the Lambs, I mean, this is the story. Like, it's not wrong. It's just wrong. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 But... All right.
1: Well, well. Glad everybody's feeling super jazzed. This is the best show <laughs> so far on the shows that I've covered. Is it ranking at the worst? No, I, no. I don't think it's the worst. Maybe bottom
0: three. Oh, definitely, yeah, for definitely sure. Bottom three. But like the sometimes, like the the more you do, like the more I realize Spider Man isn't like the worst. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I I hate it on a personal level. I hate it on a
0: personal level, yeah. Yeah, I've got a vendetta against that one, but... Like, Spongebob and Shrek are the top two. Oh, yeah, for sure,
1: because they're, they're like, good. good.
2: They're actually good.
1: I I honestly did not expect the Shrek one to be as good. It
2: was so good. Yeah, that was (laughs) actually a decent show.
1: If you haven't listened to that, I would just turn this one off. Just leave. <laughs>
2: Forget this show.
1: Get out of here. Go listen to the Shrek one. Go watch on Netflix. Go watch Shrek on Netflix. Yes. It is actually really funny and somehow works.
0: Somehow works. But yeah, so this one's, this one's probably... This, few, is the, this is bad.
1: This is bad. I mean,
0: I would venture to say that maybe Evil Dead is worse.
1: Yeah, I just keep ragging on some of your favorite stuff, don't I? I keep yeah. finding terrible... <laughs>
0: Just so as mad as you're, like, oh, this this show sounds neat. And I'm like, oh yeah, I like that thing.
1: <laughs> and then it's
0: and then I get excited and then I'm like, oh, it's garbage. Okay, <laughs> cool.
1: <laughs> hey, now you know what doesn't need to be made into musicals. That is true. Most horror <laughs> things.
0: <laughs> Most horror things.
2: It's like Amber getting a steak and then cutting into it and realizing it's well done. Oh my god, every friggin' time.
1: (laughs) Amber has this curse of hockey pucks. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. It's a great time.
2: It makes me cry. (laughs) What have I done to deserve it?
1: (laughs) Well, hey, you know what? Let's take that feeling and let's go into our theater fact. Kylie.
2: Take away, save us. <laughs> I don't know if I can. <laughs> so the Greek poet, Thespis, was credited with being the first actor in Greek drama and is called the inventor of tragedy. From him, we now have the name Thespian.
1: Dun, dun, dun. I thought that was pretty neat. I did actually know
0: that once, you know, out of
1: yeah. all the things. That- I don't know any of it, so yeah, these are all always new to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: always like, whoa, good fact.
1: Oh my God you think
0: you learn the most out of these
1: shows. Out of the theater facts, for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, some of them I'm even surprised as But yeah, this this one I didn't know.
1: Yeah, I'm sure anybody that studied any like theater probably knows this one.
0: Mm-hmm. That's cool. I, I
1: yeah. myself did not know. I thought thespian was just the the thing. The thing. I didn't know it was named after somebody.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Imagine imagine starting something and being known like hundreds of years after your death.
0: Yeah, his ghost is like, what? This is the thing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he's probably like, woo!
2: <laughs> I live on through the theater, kids. Yep. As a proud thespian of High School Troop 786, if you are <laughs> a thespian out there, send me a shout out on Twitter. Yeah, do it. On Twitter, you can reach me at Save An Seat.
0: Yeah, definitely tweet at Amber. Because she's the only one that was actually in, like, a theater club, officially. I was just around.
1: In theater, <laughs> okay. <Nothing laughs> hey,
2: you've done it for longer than I have. I just did it in
1: high school. But... you were actually like in things, yeah. Your dog was in things. Your dog's yeah. a thespian.
0: My dog is a thespian,
1: yeah. See, she look at you. The
0: best girl. It's a family, it's a family business, <laughs> yeah. I mean, y-
1: yes, for you, yeah. It is, yes.
2: <laughs> we're gonna cry our way into act two, oh. so, yeah.
0: Some of us are lotion our way up into act two. Oh no. <laughs> We're gonna wear someone else's skin and act. Let's
1: check our our dress size and act. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> terrible puns for a terrible show. All right. Doesn't deserve more. We start off with Buffalo Bill admiring himself in the great named song <laughs> "I'd Fuck Me." <sighs> if if you know anything about Silence of the Lambs, this is probably like the. F- some the of the f- you know. One of the phrases yeah. you know the most from this.
0: It was also parodied on Family Guy in, like, early on in their run.
1: Yeah. He's admiring himself in the mirror. Every so often we do hear in the background, uh, Catherine, just kind of wailing and sobbing, asking to be let out. And he r- responds that she's just a stupid woman, doesn't know anything, just kind of yells at her. And he's just an asshole. But... By the end of the song, Catherine does manage to get Buffalo Bill's dog, his poodle, to kind of fall down into the well with her. And then that is kind of brought up later, kind of go away from that for a little bit. In the movie, Buffalo (laughs) Bill tucks his junk in between his legs. So he can look
0: more like a lady. And
1: he's wanting to look like a lady. That's why he is capturing his victims and taking their skin and so, yeah, he is standing in front of a mirror saying, I would do me. I would do me black and blue. Uh,
2: he's self-confident. I'll give him that.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, he's a weirdo. Yes. On the other end, our protagonist, Clarice, is getting more information from Hannibal. They're going over his, his the case of Buffalo Bell. Eventually informs her that all the information she needs is within Buffalo Bill's case file. (gasps) He's kind of left little notes and whatnot. And the two continue their quid pro quo, going over more bad stuff about her past life. He kind of alludes to her uncle, maybe. Like, oh, did he touch you and and stuff like that? Like, trying to make him out to be a bad guy. And she's like, no. It's just more back and forth with them. As the transfer is getting ready for him to go to a, another prison, he's being held by two guards while I think a squad car is getting ready outside to, to move him. But during the conversation earlier, he had managed to sneak a yeah, pen in his mouth and we get the song It's Me where he manages to break free of his cuffs and kills the two guards that are watching him. The rest of the officers come into the crime scene uh, where it is a bloody mess, and they're like, oh my god, these guys are dead. And they're like, wait, hold on, this one's still breathing. Let's get him to an ambulance. But then we, I don't know, again, how they would do this on stage. I don't know either, but also,
0: if if you haven't seen the movie, this is a huge spoiler.
1: Yeah. So just
0: <laughs> know that. Oops. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is a huge spoiler. But this yeah. this is, like, the, one of the famous This is a cinematic...
1: cool scene.
0: Yeah, I love this scene.
1: But, since it's a spoiler... So, we get the song... The song is called It's Me, because the one officer that is still breathing is actually Hannibal. He tore the face off of one of the other officers and has it put on. So, they just think that Hannibal escaped and killed the officers. But, meanwhile, Hannibal is currently being sent... To a ambulance. Haha! I've tricked you, and then now I've escaped. I'm so smart. (laughs) When he escapes into the into the night, like a goblin. (laughs) I hope it's like a goblin. I hope it's like a goblin. In your musical, it will be. (laughs) Oh yes, that's how everybody leaves off stage. (laughs) A goblin. Arms out, knees high. Yes.
0: (laughs) Write it down, Amber. Amber's taking (laughs) notes.
1: So, with the help of Hannibal's nose, Clarice eventually finds out that Buffalo Bill actually knew his first victim when they were both tailors. So she looks into that and uh, the song, Catherine Dies Today. So it's kind of building up that time is running out. Uh, We are into the final hours of this case. Otherwise, she is going to die. (gasps) Bum, bum, bum. During this song, Claire puts all the pieces together and figures out that Bill is making a skin suit. That is why he is looking for larger women. And she's like, this is all finally starting to make sense. But also, at the end of the song, Buffalo Bill is making his final preparations and is getting Catherine ready <gasps> to be skinned. Ba
2: ba ba. Da
1: da. Again, we get another totally needed, helpful visit from Papa (laughs) Star. Nope.
2: In
1: in his reprise. Again, it's the same thing of, hey, you got this, kid. Do it for you. Don't worry about old Papa. I'm just lonely because I'm dead. (laughs) Goodbye.
0: I'm still a dead guy.
1: And uh, at the end, she's like, oh, thanks, Papa. I'll do it. I don't know why he's there. I don't know why It's either. completely unnecessary. Useless. Yeah. It plays no major thing in the story. He's just there just to be there. It's dumb. And like I said earlier, um, <laughs> the show likes to take some of the bigger lines and kind of focus on them. So we finally get the song, put the fucking lotion in the basket.
0: The song. <laughs> the <That> song.
1: song. <laughs> so that's probably what you've heard from this movie as well. So yeah, he's getting her ready for his dirty deeds and wants her to put the lotion on and put it in the basket so he can raise it back up because she's trapped in a well. However, Catherine holds a trump card. ba ba bum. She's got the dog. Because the dog <gasps> was stupid was dog? enough to fall into a big hole.
0: Well, the way she did it was she tricked it with like chicken bones and mm. then like made like a trap with the ba- the bucket and like.
1: Okay, yeah, it's Not been it's been a minute since I've seen the movie, but in this one, I think she just goes, "Come here, dog," and then the dog just falls in. Probably, <laughs> knowing this record. So his poodle has a broken leg, so she needs to go see that. So they're kind of having this stand-off. Uh, big standoff, but he can't finish the standoff and threatens to. Well, he was threatening to shoot her, but he can't finish it because uh, somebody's at the door. <gasps> Boom! No. So, putting together the information of Buffalo Bill knowing his first victim, Clarice informs her uh, superiors about a figure, James Gunn, they're looking into, somebody that worked with the first victim. So, the police are surrounding the house of James Gunn and getting ready to storm it to try and capture Buffalo Bill. Meanwhile, Clarice goes to interview somebody else who knew the victim, a uh, person named Jack Gordon. So... Uh, in the song going in which is It's so dumb <laughs> I kind of like it just cuz it's goofy cuz it's all the all the police officers like singing it a chorus where we're going in
0: it's so stupid
1: So yeah in this song the police are you know getting going ready in. to go go in and they do but they wind up finding a completely empty house and they're like oops what the hell it's empty and meanwhile Claire does meet Jack Gordon, but quickly figures out that this is <gasps> Buffalo Bill. The one she's been looking for. And, uh, yeah, she chases after him. So, he runs to his wonderful basement of fun things. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, she she chases after Buffalo Bill, but the lights eventually go out where uh, it is completely pitch black, so she doesn't know where he is. So she just has her gun. Buffalo Bill does manage to get, I believe, some yeah night vision goggles, mm-hmm. so he has the advantage. And during all this, uh, Catherine's actually screaming from the well, saying like, "Hey, you should help me." <laughs> this is where we get the song "In the Dark with a Maniac" slash Bill's death. Spoiler alert! Surprise! S- spoiler alert! He <laughs> he fucking <laughs> dies. So yeah, they're just kind of like. Dancing around each other in the dark. I imagine on the stage they're probably just like <laughs>
0: yeah, crossing back. it looks ridiculous. And,
1: yeah, looking really dumb. So, yeah, Clarice is just trying to find the switch to turn the lights back on. Uh, when she does, she immediately is like kind of front face to face with Buffalo Bill, but uh, she manages to shoot first. And Yay. Bill dies. And then, yeah, we get our finishing song, our finale of silence, reprise, and finale. We get the resolution that Clarice's nightmares of these lambs screaming finally come to an end because she was able to save somebody. Silence of the lambs. Silence of the lambs. Boo! Boo. However, at the end of the song, uh, she receives an ominous call from Hannibal (gasps) asking, uh, have the lambs stop, stop screaming? And she's, Hannibal? Hannibal, I hate it. Hannibal, that's how it ends. It's just three Hannibals.
0: But it's over now.
1: The evil has been defeated. Uh
0: huh. <laughs> you don't have to suffer any longer.
1: Yay! Good. Yeah. you couldn't tell from our low energy, none of us are really too invested in the show.
0: It's <laughs> pretty bad.
1: It's yeah. terrible.
0: Woo!
1: So how did everybody feel?
0: Yeah. What, what do you guys think?
2: It's a show. Yeah. That. Exists.
1: Something. <laughs> yeah. Definitely one for the uh should not have mm-hmm. been made into a musical.
0: Yes. It's definitely made that list. But it does exist. And if you want to listen to it, I mean obviously feel free. Make your own uh, opinions Choices. there. Cause it's still it's still on Spotify, so we will link it in our show notes as always. But um
1: Maybe not give this one a listen.
0: Yeah, we won't be mad if you skip this one.
1: <laughs> no, I won't. Throw this one in the dumpster. That's pretty trash. <laughs> like, I can kind of forgive Evil Dead because part of it is in itself. Like the main source material is kind of campy. Is it's kind supposed of to be. dumb.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Like when I said it had a splash zone, I was like, okay, that that fits.
0: A- the tracks for the
1: show. This doesn't. Nothing yeah. about Silence of the Lamb, the movie, or even the written material that that movie is based off of. None of it is funny. None uh-huh. of it. It's very serious. It has a run zone. Yeah. <laughs> run away. Yeah, so I, I think this might be the worst thing I've covered so far.
0: Um, yeah, it's pretty bad. But now you know that this is a thing. <laughs> and you can possibly avoid it in the future.
2: <laughs> and maybe if you want to write a better Silence of the Lames musical Please do it <laughs> yeah, We'll listen to it and probably love it because yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> It's like the, the things that we've listened to that are full on like horror stuff It's just been like swinging a miss mm-hmm. well, I
0: wouldn't say that, I really liked Carrie Carrie's Yeah, boring. Carrie's
1: is a shining and
2: example
0: And Sweeney Todd, like what are you talking about?
1: Okay, I guess I wasn't really thinking about it. You weren't paying attention. <laughs> I'm thinking of, like, full-on, like, horror, dumb, tour movies. I don't know. I guess, yeah, so. we have, like, the one that's Evil Dead and that didn't do so well. <laughs> oh, they have been swinging a mess.
2: I don't know. I, yeah, because Evil Dead and this one and, like, American Psycho was weird. It was weird, but it wasn't bad. I kind of liked American Psycho. I did. That. I okay.
0: liked American Psycho. I guess I
1: wasn't thinking of it, yeah. You know, I listened to it, like, train.
0: four times, so there's something there.
1: Okay, I guess yeah, some some people are able to do horror musicals. Okay. Yes.
2: I think that's part of the thing is like I don't really like I think of musicals and I think like happy songs that make me want to dance, upbeat. <laughs> I don't think about murder.
1: Well, that's well a lot of them are about murder. Like You're okay, the wrong so a lot podcast. of musicals have like
2: murder and death in them, but like are also good in the end. Whereas, like, a lot of the music, these, like, horror ones, I don't know. I just feel like it's hard to get that horror ambiance across in song versus the, yeah. like, movies. Yeah.
1: I don't I, know. Like, if, I guess if you were gonna do it, like, your whole soundtrack had to be, like, of that style. Yeah. Because you can make really good, like, tragic, creepy music. Yeah. And have it be super good, like... yeah, and, like, Sweeney Todd. And- yeah, Sweeney Todd is... is sondheim was genius they're pretty up there
2: yeah i guess i think yeah i think it's just i think it's hit and miss because the ones that are good are really good and then the ones that are bad are this clearly terrible so
1: (laughs) every genre (laughs) but these also didn't have the biggest you know production yeah it wasn't
0: well this like if you go by the source material you can throw a ton of money at this and it's still not going to be good (laughs) yeah because the music makes the show that's just kind of how it
2: is i'd say that's i mean that's probably a pretty good commentary on what it takes to make a show in general because i mean like these the starting songs were what they were but like if the right person had come along and flipped them this could have been totally different that's true so you know i think it just takes not that you know everyone's got their own style whatever i'm not trying to harsh on creators but sometimes you just have to have the right person with the right source material to make it big yeah and like a lot of the shows we've also looked at have had a lot of revisions and stuff you know you get mm-hmm. a show that goes out Turbo. maybe not so great someone else comes in helps revise it makes it better it grows a lot over the years this just kind of like popped out and <laughs> screaming <is>. <laughs>
0: so... <laughs>
2: You know no what? Maybe someday to someone that. will take this and revise it, and it'll be the greatest show out there. Who knows? Doubt. Doubt. I mean, doubtful, but I'm <laughs> trying to be helpful for the future creators of America.
0: Yeah, again, you know. if you, you want to make a musical about Silence of the Lambs, you go for it, because this one's terrible. <clears throat> and I believe in you. <laughs> well, on the Yeah, you. the
1: music makes the show. We better make our, our musical... My you know, my musical. Yours. Are still calling it mine? Because <laughs> yes, I mean, it's kind of a group project. It's mostly Amber's. It's gotta know? be a banger then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I don't think it will
1: be. No, we gotta make the music like way way too good for what the material like what the story's about. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause how many times have you like listened to like a new song on the radio where you're like, I don't know who this band is or what this song's about. But I love but it. But I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's
1: true. We'll see.
2: It's going to be a banger, Katie. Just wait.
1: We'll see. We just got to find somebody that knows how to make music.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and write scripts mm. properly. <laughs> ah, it's <zwing> fine. Swing it. <laughs>
1: it's an improv musical.
0: <laughs> no. Please, no. We should probably wrap this one up.
1: Please. Please. Please for the love of God. Put Please,
2: it let's... in a hole.
1: <laughs> Mama, if you listen to this, shame on you.
0: Shame on you. We warned you. And you For somehow
2: shame. made it to the end, so good job.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I should have skipped. Just,
2: mm,
0: let me just get to the end where I know they're going to mention my show. <laughs> but yeah, this will wrap up this episode of uh, Save Me and I'll Seat. We are sorry. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. But again, we, we do like to encourage you to make your own opinions on this. So if you'd like to listen to it, it will be linked in our show notes. And if you go see it, if it's playing anywhere, Please tell us how it goes. You know, maybe seeing it is the thing that changes our mind.
1: No doubt,
0: but tell us about it. I guess.
1: Also, take this as inspiration. If you want to make something, just make it. Just do it, man. Because there, I'm sure there's somebody out there that this is their favorite show. Yeah, someone. And they're wrong, but they're
0: (laughs) They're wrong. But (laughs) no, so yeah, create whatever you want to create, despite the haters. Which is us in this regard. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, that will wrap up this episode of Save Me an Isle Seat. We really appreciate your support and for getting the word out to all of your friends and family. That really helps us out. Word of mouth is the best. But if you would like to help us out further, you can leave us a review or subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. That really helps boost us up to the numbers and helps us get out in front of fresh eyes or ears, I guess. If you would like to reach out to us, you can always email us at save me at gmail.com in case you also have worse musicals for Matt to cover, that'd be great. Or if you oh, want to man, Yeah, we yeah should... I
1: mean I need more ammo. <laughs> can't put more
0: ammo. Or if you would like to talk to uh, us on Twitter as well, as Amber mentioned, that's at Save and Seat on Twitter there. And she would love to have a conversation with you me? about this awful show or anything you want to talk about.
2: Anything. Anything.
0: Please. <laughs> Talk to us. <laughs> Give me attention.
2: <laughs> Let me
0: hashtag
1: at you.
2: Right. That's true. We've got hashtag save me an seed and hashtag smaas.
0: Yeah. So if you ever listen to our show and you want us to see like you tweeting about it, you can add the hashtag yeah the save me an seed or smaas. We will find them mm-hmm. and we will read them off and things like that because that's a lot of fun.
1: Oh, yeah, we can read it off mid-show. We could. A little intermission phase. Oh, yeah. That'd be
0: fun. But until we get to that point, we just really appreciate your support. Our download numbers are getting up there. We're getting real close to 900. I'm excited. Woo. Woo. And if you would like to listen to more shows that we produce, we also have Total Tomfoolery, which is a D&D podcast that features Matt and I as well. And then Mama has her own podcast, which is called Bag of Bones, which is... Um, You can find those at www.ragtagnetwork.com, along with hopefully future shows coming up soon. And as always, our Ko-Fi is open, and that is www.ko-fi.com slash ragtagnetwork. Any financial help is appreciated, and it goes to help support all the shows on the podcast, not just us, even though we're obviously the best, of course. It's
1: just going to go straight into making everything better, uh, Yes. it's like...
0: That will help support all the podcasts and help increase our quality for you guys and more shows, which would be awesome. But yeah, that will wrap up this one, you guys. We will see you next week. Bye-bye.
2: Bye. 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 Bye Bye-bye.